Hi, I'm Thomas Johnson, and this is the How May I Serve You podcast. I'm the founder and CEO of Get Up and Get Fit Wellness Concierge. I'm also a C-suite advisor and investor, and you're listening to, like I said, How May I Serve You, where I'm constantly on the quest to surround myself with the best coaches while learning how to better serve our executive clientele by asking them, How May I Serve You? Today's show is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. And Get Up and Get Fit will be providing students with textbooks and school supplies in Cambodia and out of our guests today, as well as our philanthropic mission to impact at least 50,000 people per year. And today's guest is Sour, I'm, I'm, I'm over to butcher your name already, Sarah Hodges. <laughs> I have like the easiest name on the planet. Yeah. I've butchered so many names though, that that was karma. Like that, oh, that was karma. I've messed up so many names, so it's totally okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm Sarah Hodges. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. So Sarah Hodges is a certified coach, speaker, and creator of the A Plus Method of Sustainability Solutions. The powerful A Method helps clients get out of their own way to excel in business and thrive in life. Sarah has also developed the Hodges Leadership Institute, an online on-demand leadership EQ training program. Ooh, EQ. Okay, okay. All right, so Sarah, mm -hmm. listen. Let's dive into things right now. I want to learn more about you. So tell us a little bit more about who you are, the two-minute version. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, people always laugh when I tell them I'm a former opera singer. Really? I started, yeah, started my journey opera singing in New York City, and then I ended up uh, having a lot of really crazy twists and turns that happened in my life unexpectedly. I ended up um, gaining and losing 90 pounds. Wow. Uh, I changed my career completely and became a personal trainer. Um, and I was actually working six jobs for a while in New York, like that typical starving artist, you know. Okay. Um, it was it was pretty wild. And but I was such a nerd throughout it all. I was like that a you know student when I was uh, a kid and always wanting to learn new things, dive deep into science, even though I was a musician. And that really came out on this journey. I wanted to understand how I lost that 90 pounds, how I kept it off, why, what I did that was different than other people who tend to yo-yo. And I kind of experimented on this with a lot of my clients as a personal trainer. And then okay. I went into more wellness coaching because I started to realize through my research and advanced certifications, as I really tried to understand this, that it came from, from my mindset. Mm. Um, and and that I approached it in a really proprietary way. Okay. Later, when I became certified um, at, with the Neuroleadership Institute, I understood more about the brain and how the brain and my thoughts impacted my weight loss, both physiologically, just naturally because I reduced my stress. Weight mm -hmm. tends to come off when you reduce your stress. You and go. also because I shifted that mindset. And that later became my A-plus method. So I'm doing the wellness thing. This is already very long. My little brother dies of cancer. I was very wow. upset about wellness and the human body. Um, he was a super fit guy, but you know, I just didn't want to do the wellness thing um, for a while. I kept my business. I kept my clients, um, but I went into finance for a while and I was doing investor relations and financial advising. It was a very weird time in my life. That's like not my thing at all. But I realized how I could bring the A plus method to the corporate world and help with, um, you know, really any sort of sustainable change that people wanted to make, the A-plus method was applicable. It didn't just have to be about weight or, or wellness, although people do end up having a stronger sense of well-being. So I rebranded my uh, company and became Hodges Coaching, where it was okay. for form. 
And I, uh, I used the A plus method in the corporate world and it went gangbusters and I got referral after referral and thousands of coaching conversations later, it's now my most tested and um, you know, well-respected method. And I'm actually starting to train other coaches in it now. Today's episode is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Being an executive can be very demanding. Your schedule is unpredictable. You have conflicting responsibilities that pull you in multiple directions at once. You travel too much, work late hours, and cross time zones, all things that wreak havoc on your body. This is why having a wellness support team is necessary. Get Up and Get Fit is the wellness concierge support that busy executives, entrepreneurs, and celebs rely on to keep them healthy and fit despite their hectic schedules. A body under prolonged stress is not a healthy body. Time to reduce your stress. Increase your energy, flexibility, strength, and endurance so you can enjoy life instead of just living it. Go to getupandgetfit.com. That's G-E-T-U-P-N-G-E-T-F-I-T.com. And schedule your consultation right now. Get up and get fit. It's a lifestyle. That's awesome right there. Yeah, normally I ask, I, ask, I ask the question, why did you get into coaching? But you just um, shared it with us right now. So yeah. um, who do you coach primarily, though? I primarily coach CEOs, uh, leaders. Mm -hmm. um, occasionally, they have me coach kind of that problem person. Um, okay. But usually that problem person is they're a problem as a result of the systemic issues or the mm -hmm. relationships within the organization, not so much because they're a problem as an individual. Yeah. Um, I, I also work with entire organizations to look for systemic issues. Uh, some other proprietary work that we do is called our conversation algorithms. And it's how okay. we can have uh, conversations with people where their brains are open and receptive to hearing the other person's opinion and, mm -hmm. and be solutions driven. Uh, we also have our stress matrix, which is where we evaluate companies on system in terms of systemic stress, social stress, and personal stress. And that helps companies really understand where there are some issues with their culture. Got it. Got it. So, so you basically just focus on um, companies, right? So basically B2B. Yeah, it's B2B. It's it's companies, but we also do individuals. Uh, I also coach a whole family right now, parents oh, and children okay. all individually. So I do, yeah, I do do a lot of kind of life, life coaching, you could call it, but the methods that I use are the same across the board, no matter what I'm talking to people about or, you know, who I'm talking to, because okay. really what it comes down to is that sustainable, sustainable growth that the A plus method facilitates. Okay. Okay. So I know there are so many different types of, of coaching methods, yeah. right? And coaches out there. How would you describe your type of coaching? Well, um, so the, the premise of the A plus method is that we believe everyone is walking around with an overflowing chronic stress bucket, right? Okay. Like mm -hmm. we're just, a lot of people, we're, we're living under chronic stress, an onslaught of what we see in the news, COVID, obviously, like we are in a very stressful uh, time in this world. And a lot of coaches come in and they say, hey, let's set some goals. And what we believe is that, especially when you go to a high performing executive, that's like giving crack to an addict. So you end up putting, you end up putting like a fire hose in their stress bucket, right? It's like, we're going to get up and start working out every day. Okay. But 
but why weren't you in the first place, right? Mm -hmm. And that actually could be, if it's too much, it could overflow the stress bucket. Mm -hmm. So what we teach our True. clients to do through ex through acceptance and awareness is to drain the stress bucket first. That's where the mindset shifts hap shift happens. And okay. then the second phase is adapt and assure. And that's where we teach them how to set goals that are not stress inducing, that build okay. slowly over time, that are sustainable and how to put assurances into place, whether it is sticky notes or a, a workout buddy or, you know, a buddy at, at work or, a, you know, a conversation that they have to have to put those assurances into place to keep them going. And then it's a feedback loop, right? Because you don't always mm -hmm. have success the first time around. So then we revisit it, drain the stress bucket some more, and then take on those new goals in a way that is not stress inducing. Got it. Got it. So um, do you also um, try to figure out your client's learning style? Because I know everyone um, breaks up and and um, receive information differently. Right. Um, do, do you do you use that during your assessment process? I really don't use learning style assessments too much during the process mm -hmm. because the method that I use is inquiry based. So okay. uh, as a coach, I primarily just ask questions. I and. Mm -hmm really the art is in asking the right question that is going to generate the biggest insight and then building on that insight so they're motivated. So, okay. you know, that has less to do with learning styles than just really tuning in to what the person's ultimately looking for and desiring. Okay. Okay. So if someone were looking for a coach, right, what traits would you advise for them to look for? Mm, I would say that they're going to have to interview several coaches mm -hmm. and really the ultimate thing you're looking for, and this may sound cheesy, is that you want someone who you feel really safe with. Like mm. if you find yourself feeling like, man, this person doesn't display an ounce of judgment. I could tell this person anything and they're still going to see the best in me and help me be the best that I can be. And like, they're going to hold my goals for me even when I lose track. Like when you have that kind of trust and rapport, just like immediate, uh, that's probably the right coach for you. It's it can be a little like dating. <laughs> that's true. You know, I've heard, I've, heard, I've heard this analogy a few times. Coaches like dating because you have to you have to try different people out, right? You have to ex, ex, yeah. not ex, experiment, but you have to go through the different trials, ask specific specific questions. So yeah. you're right. You're right. Okay. Okay. So yeah. um, now it's storytelling time, right? This is like my favorite part of the whole podcast. I want you to give me a two to three minute story where you worked with one of the, one of your clients and you help them overcome some type of obstacle, basically like a success story. Yeah, yeah. Um, a personal obstacle or a business obstacle. A, a business obstacle, correct. All right, I'm gonna come this. I'm gonna come come up with this on the fly. So, um, I had I have a lot of clients who work with me. Um, and they're, they're not quite the CEO. They're just like one level below okay, or they're level. working with a, yeah. Or they're working with a leadership team and they don't have complete authority, right? They have to get along with other people on their leadership team and someone else is the ultimate decision maker. And that can be a really difficult place to be in, especially if you have some conflicting values. Mm. And so I had, um, someone who was working with me who was like one one level below that and she was really struggling with some of the conflicting values on the team and she was looking at the situation through her own lens of and, and the lens was telling a story so i guess my storytelling here is about telling stories okay, okay. she was telling a story about why this leader was showing up the way they were showing up telling a story about why they weren't 
coming to her meetings, you know, why they weren't checking in more often. And she was thinking they just don't care. They're checked out. They don't, you know, give a crap about whether about my, you know, job performance or I don't really have a, a future here. Um, and we coached about that and we changed the story in her mind and said it could be numerous reasons. Maybe this individual just trusts you so much that they don't even worry about it and they're waiting for you to come to them when you have a problem. Mm, okay. And so I invited her to instead reach out to that leader and say, you know, hey, I imagine that you probably are wondering what's happening in my department. Would you like to set up a meeting and I can brief you on that? Within month one, within one month, she got a humongous promotion. Wow! All along, yeah, all along. I mean, like a promotion to like as high as you can climb in that company without being the leader. Yeah. All that time, that person, the the leader, just trusted her so implicitly to do her job. And then once she even communicated and confirmed with that leader that she had been doing her job so well, it developed more trust, and she was able to get a major promotion. And the the moral of the story here is that we tell ourselves stories yes, and they keep us stuck. They keep <laughs> us stuck. Right. And the power of coaching is often that I can see your bullshit. <laughs> I can see the story that you're telling yourself that's keeping you stuck and create a space that's safe enough to help you see it, too, without you feeling threatened or stupid or ashamed of it. And you then we mm -hmm. figure out an action plan. Right. Yes, yes, indeed. You know, that's that's a great, great story right there, because not only were you able to help her get out of her own way? But she basically, she basically like show initiative, right? So her leader, right? Her, um, you know, her supervisor was looking for that, right? And just by showing initiative, she was able, able to get that little jump in her position. Oh, it was you know, a big jump. You know, yes. big, <laughs> <laughs> that big, 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 that jump in her position. So that's one thing um, leaders look for. Yep. They look for employees that takes initiative, you know, and just by you being her coach and guiding her towards that direction, you guys were able to accomplish that. So kudos yeah. to you and her, right? So you also get, you know, your, um, your flowers as well. Right. So, yeah, I do. I do feel like I can live vicariously through my clients once in a while. <laughs> there you go. So Sarah, what drives you though? My daughter, honestly, okay, okay. I want to, I want to pave a world for her where, the expectation is that every organization has an amazing culture where people mm -hmm. feel psychologically safe and can thrive and use their highest brain performance at work, where people can operate from a place of their strengths and, you know, their values are respected, their boundaries are respected. And, mm -hmm. um, and I'm able to do that for companies. And I want to do that for as many companies as possible so that she, and we, we talked about being an aunt and uncle prior to this podcast. So she, yes, and indeed. you know, my nieces and nephews and your nieces and nephews are in a world where they want to go to work because look at what's happening right now. You know, we have so many jobs available and people don't want them because, <laughs> you know, nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to like sell, sell their souls for a, for a paycheck. And even if that paycheck is high, a lot of people are saying it's just not worth it. Well, that's a culture issue, you know, and, mm. and I believe that, you know, I can, I know I've already seen it. I can change that. And that's really empowering. There you go. You know, it, it's like the, um, the ripple effect, right? Mm -hmm. One ripple spreads out. And you're making that ripple right now. You are not only affecting, but impacting so many people through your coaching. So just keep yeah. that up. Keep that up. Thanks. So are you currently working on any new projects that you can share with us? Any new books? Any new, oh um, you know, new um, programs? Talk to me. 
Yeah, I'm um I'm creating a certification for the A plus method so okay. that other coaches can come and and receive that certification, understand how we utilize that method because it it gets unbelievable results. It gets faster results than traditional coaching and more sustainable results. And I want to share that with the world. Um, I'm also working on a companion book. I have a couple of mm. other books that I'm working on for, okay. for other IP. We have a new website that's going to be coming out in a week or so. So be on the lookout for that. We always have more projects and we're scaling faster than we can handle mostly because I have a new idea every day. My poor team. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but it sounds um, like me. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. But yeah, I, I love it. And I love just coming up with more tools that can help people. So we are always posting new courses and new certifications. But for any coaches who are out there watching who want to um, know how to do you use the A plus method, please reach out and I'll um, get you on our list so that you're you're first to see when we launch. Got you, got you. Another question. So, as a as a coach and as a leader, how do you keep your peace of mind on top, on top of everything? Like, how how do you make sure your peace of mind is not being jeopardized? Well, honestly, i I practice everything that, okay. that I preach. I practice it on myself first, and 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 our one of our one of our most important values is self leadership. And okay. so I'm always making sure I'm leading myself, living from a place of self-awareness, self-compassion, self-governance, um, self-validation, like all of our um, all of our aspects of self-leadership that we teach, I practice. And I try to practice that with my team every day. Our values are all around compassion and being completely authentic. Okay. And I try to show up that way in every area of my life. And then to be honest, I also, I practice what I preach. I have a coach. I have a therapist. Mm, I have all those things that I need. And uh -huh. and mostly my therapist is to keep me in tip-top shape, right, mentally so that I can not be distracted by my stuff when I'm coaching someone else. So I have as much clarity as possible. Same thing with my coach. So, yeah, I do what I tell people to do because I That's know it awesome works. Right That's awesome. So um, what does your typical day look like from the time you get up in the morning? Do you have certain um, routines that you follow in the morning and the afternoon? Um do you yeah. Notice? Yeah, absolutely. So I get up in the morning. Um, usually my child wakes me up. She's going to be <laughs> two at the end of the month. And um, depending on how early that is, I okay. am either um, trying to get I'm getting my IV of coffee out and I am <laughs> choosing between an educational TV show or <laughs> or another educational TV show. But most of the time, it's a blend of reading to her and really taking that time to connect with her while we both nourish our bodies. Um, and with you know food, or she'll have some whole milk, I have some water. Um, my favorite thing is doing mommy and me yoga with her. So really? um, okay. yeah, and I just moved, so I have to get back into the routine to be honest, but it's so much fun. Like she's starting to mimic me as a toddler now and she does cat and camel with me in the morning. <laughs> so cute. So uh, then I take her to daycare and I come into the office okay. and I am coaching or having a meeting or doing a podcast or creating content basically until I leave at four. 
Um, I bring a pre-made salad to work. I know you want to know the wellness things too. Uh, and, and eat that. I'm just um, curious. But, yeah, sure. No, it's fine. I, I, I know where you're at. So um, then I go, I pick her up early and basically the rest of the evening is mommy and grace time. Like that is it. It is mommy and grace time from 4 p.m. until she goes to bed. Okay. And then after mommy and grace time, I usually connect with a friend and we, you know, talk on the phone or whatever it might be with grace. I might go for a walk. Sometimes I go for a walk during the day here to get some, some movement in. Mm -hmm. And, uh, then after I put her to bed and connect with a friend, I, uh, log into a class that I'm taking, or I write some more, <laughs> some more, or I, um, may take one off coaching session, but very rarely, um, and read. That's mm -hmm. my day every go. day. <laughs> you know, I love the fact that you, um, end your day with reading. You know, because yeah. you also have to nourish the mind too. So Absolutely. it seems like you have, you have a pretty good balance. You get up in the morning, um, you you nourish nourish your system, you mm -hmm. you move your body with yoga. Um yeah. you know, you bond with, with, with your with your child, and then you go in the office and you get the get whatever it needs to get done, done. So um yeah. it seems like you have a pretty balanced, even though as as a mother, women mothers especially are extremely, extremely busy. Are you able to really um it's I'm, this is what I tell um most mothers you are super women <laughs> right because Thank us guys you. can't handle the same um matter of activities as you can in terms of balancing family and work you know so yeah I, I think if I were to give moms advice out there I yeah. don't know this is like we're we're getting off topic now no but, no no go um, ahead, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I I really think that for me it comes down to limiting my expectations of myself. Like I like to okay. make my bed every day, but I don't get mad at myself if I don't, okay. you know, like I, I like to, there's certain things I like to, to put into place, but I'm very compassionate with myself on the days that I fall short, which helps me get up and do it the next day instead of being mm. like, Oh, you know, feeling bad about it. Um, and I really think the most important thing as a mom, especially a mom of toddler is just having a high degree of emotional regulation. There is very little that can upset me or stress me out when it comes to my kid. Mm, okay. I don't get frustrated with her hardly at all. And it's just because I have a high sense of like, every, even when she screws up, it's kind of funny to me, you know, and yeah. I feel like the humor diffuses that stress. Okay. And I try to make sure I'm never in a hurry. I feel like being in a hurry just adds that extra layer yeah, of stress. Right yes, mm -hmm. make it so tough to try to get your kid in the car. Mm -hmm. And instead, when she's like, no, Grace, do it. I'll sit there for five minutes and be like, okay, letting grace do it anytime now and it's just it's funny i just use it as entertainment if anything and that really helps a lot you know what i love that but the thing is you have the tools right you have your you have your team of you have your wellness team to also help you um stay stay focused right and Absolutely. be at, at ease and be at peace some people they don't have that right and they tend to take their stress and bring it on to the family members so what you yep. have right now is a very balanced lifestyle. So everyone that's listening, that's a coach, that's a CEO or in middle management, start to take some advice from Sarah, all right? <laughs> Follow her, all right? And actually, um, so if someone were to inquire about your services or just want to connect with you, where can they find you, Sarah? I mean, they can look me up on LinkedIn, Sarah Hodges of Hodges Coaching. I'm pretty easy to find. You can go to our website, uh, HodgesCoaching.com, and click on Contact Us and set up an inquiry meeting. Uh, LinkedIn's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. Uh, yeah, and our new website is coming out, though, so a couple weeks. Just check it out, HodgesCoaching.com. It's going to be so, gorgeous. HodgesCoaching.com is this website. Not, not Sarah. Yes. 
Sarah Hodges, right? And I know I butchered in in the beginning. Yeah, that <laughs> so was just, bad, just, but just, really funny. <laughs> it's just it's just HodgesCoaching.com. Okay, I'll make sure HodgesCoaching.com is the put, yeah. Put that in the show notes. All right, great, great. Cool. So, um, Sarah, thank you for coming on board. Thanks for sharing your story and being so authentic. I appreciate you. Okay, as a person, as a coach, as a person that's making a huge impact, not only in people's lives but also in corporations. And last but not least, Sarah, how may I serve you? Oh, my goodness. Um, keep doing what you're doing, please. Like, keep just paying it forward. The fact that you are are turning this into, you've turned this into a nonprofit, right? And you're helping children in other countries. I mean, I want to know how to do more of that. So if you were to serve me, I would want to learn how to do what you're doing to help sure. more people okay. in that way. Is yeah, that a weird definitely. answer? You're looking no. like it's a weird answer. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not a weird answer. It's actually great because um, yeah. my, my goal is to spread the love of impact to others. And it seemed like yes. you, you, caught, you caught the bug. <laughs> yeah, I want it. I want I want to learn how to spread the impact, spread impact to others too. Awesome. Awesome. Seriously. And um, thank you to all my followers, or our listeners, our viewers. Thanks for lending us your ears and your eyeballs. And make sure to stay tuned for next week's episode. Take care. Cheers. We're out.